Hello and welcome everyone to Man Up, the men's mental health podcast. My name is Andy Richardson and sitting in lovely Estonia is the very productive Tommy Danqua. How are you, sir? I am very well. Thank you very much, my good fellow. How are you? Well, I mean, well, it's been, uh, we, it's a real shame because we, we say this quite a lot because we always go, oh, it's been ages, but <laughs> yet again, we've been a bit slack and we have had a bit of a gap, haven't we? Well, do you know, I wouldn't call it slack. You said, pro- you know, productive earlier. Um, it's been a productive few weeks. It's been very busy, very busy. And I think you've been flat out, haven't you? So I think we've got, we've got a valid excuse. It's not because we've been lazy, is it? No, well, never, never. Lazy is is definitely not even in our uh, our vocabulary. Um, so, so pray tell, what have you been doing, Tommy? Right. Well, oh my God, where do I start? Okay, so after all the bragging and boasting, um, I am now actually uh, COVID seems to have reached where I am, and we are locked down slightly. So I'm homeschooling with the kids. So I've been very busy doing that. But it has also inspired me massively to, um, you know, get back on the horse. And I've relaunched um, the 365 Goods 24-7 Great, which has been amazing. It's given me purpose in my life again. I feel like I'm being productive. I feel like I'm doing something that is, it sort of validates me if you like (laughs) yeah so it's been really nice i've been doing operation estonia which is helping uh students really out here there's not much going on in the world of mental health services out here or awareness so i've been doing mental health talks for schools and doing fitness classes in the morning just sort of give everyone a kickstart and then during the fitness classes I've um, introduced them to the spinner of greatness and given them all a spin and given them something to sort of ponder and think about during the day so they can be like, you know, positive of mind and have goals to achieve. So it's been really good. It's been really good. It's definitely pushed me out of my comfort zone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's been an emotional roller coaster, Um, but it's been amazing. I feel I, I, you know, excuse the pun, but I feel great. I actually feel great from doing it. And this is off the back of, you know, a few weeks before having <laughs> quite a roller coaster of emotions in a different way, wasn't I? Because I was quite down and I was really struggling yeah, yeah. to wobble. So it's also gone full, well, not full circle, half circle. <laughs> I'm on the other end of the spectrum now, feeling great and, yeah, smiling, very happy, very, very happy. Yeah, I mean, I've noticed you. You're doing a lot of a lot of stuff. I mean, you're you're hoping you're working with quite a lot of schools, and you're hoping to sort of, uh, you know, open that up to a lot more, and 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 you know, perhaps become the sort of Joe Wicks of Estonia. <laughs> That's what we've got. We've got a friend uh, called Dave, Dave Furness, and I told him the plan on one of our weekly chats. I said, look, I want to do like exercise in the morning for like a kickstart to really boost them you know physically get the endorphins flowing then hit them up with a bit of you know the 365 so that they can go into the day with a challenge and then i want to do that the mental health talks and he was like yeah a bit like jay wicks but not shit and i was just like, I was like you can't say that oh jay wicks is a legend but yeah it did make me laugh but yeah. yeah that's what i'm trying to do i'm trying to be jay wicks but not sugar honey iced tea um yeah <laughs> That's where I am. That's where I am at the moment. But like I said, feeling 
a million miles away from, you know, that shell of a man that I was a few weeks ago when I was, you know, I wasn't even able to really, I didn't even contact you and stuff, did I? When you were talking or messaging me, I just wasn't replying or anything. I was in a real mm. bad place. But yeah, it just shows you that once you sort of sparks, once you're, you know, once you relight the touch paper or what's it called? Touch paper, torch paper? What's the expression? Uh, definitely not torch paper. So def- touch paper, I, th- I think, is 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 the phrase. Whatever. My flame, <laughs> my flame has been reignited. The flame is back there. I feel like I'm doing something that is my purpose, and it feels good. It feels great. It feels great. Well, well, I've I've had my, uh, my I've had my DNA completely uh, changed. I've got nanobots running through my body now. I've got Bill Gates' uh, dribble inside my veins because um i've had the vaccine <laughs> amazing amazing so can you control from where you are i can control 5g um i um yeah i can i'm being actually controlled by some um some corporate pharmaceuticals as we speak they uh-huh. are programming the words into my mouth and it's coming out of my mouth <laughs> have you got microsoft office for free <laughs> I, tell you, I tell you, um, it, it feels good. I mean, listeners, um, just to let you know, I am not over 50, in case you're wondering why I've got this. I've got no underlying health conditions that I know of. I, uh, I'm i just lucky that my area is 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 ahead of the um, – so they're doing the 40s at the moment. And, um, yeah, I'm in my naughty 40s, and I've had my vaccine. And do you know what? I don't give a two monkeys uh, about – and any conspiracy theories or whatever can you imagine like five, 50 years ago when there was no facebook and people were getting their smallpox vaccines they wouldn't have had all this distraction oh bill gates you know or whatever if there's a disease around and there's a vaccine for it get it in your veins mate get it in your veins it's all i mean obviously you know <laughs> what you sound like a borderline junkie this is brilliant get it in your veins <laughs> He's got some vaccine. Have you got some vaccine? Got any of that vax? <laughs> Obviously, I want to know what it is, but I, you know, I've got a modicum of. I don't have the time to distrust everyone, and and if a load of scientists say it's all right, then sod it. I'll have it. You know, if it means we, I can get my normality back and get my life back, I'm bloody having it and sod it. You know what I mean? You know, the quicker we get back to normal, the better. I've had a shit lockdown. Live on my own. Anyway, rant over. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love the positivity you're bringing. I love it. I've had a shit lockdown. I live on my own. Brilliant. Get on with it, mate. Get on, I want to get on with life. I've just been existing. I want to start living, you know? Um, anyway. Absolutely. Right. So this might have been the best opening segment that we've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, we're setting a low bar, mate. We're setting a low bar. Now, <laughs> now listen, um, we, uh, we, 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 we clearly have a lot to catch up, up on, you and me, Tommy. So why don't we promise to do one of our du- duo ones uh, very soon? Um, yeah, we'll, we'll, do, we'll do our own duo ones. But we, got, we do have a guest waiting. We don't want to keep them waiting for too long because uh, he is a great guest and uh, we should really get him on, shouldn't we? I think so. And, yeah, because we have, um, well, We've had a few delays, haven't we, on this one? So, yeah, very excited to finally have him with us. It's going to be great. Yeah, and so who is our guest? Well, our guest is Alexander Cottle. 
now he's a coach and a facilitator um he runs a uh, a men's circle called the uh, unmasked man and um he is here to tell us all about that tell us about his story and um how he can affect how he can sort of help us men um it's great to have someone like him on because he does specialize in men's mental health and helping men out and um you know that is basically what we're all about so great to have you on alex welcome <laughs> hey, hey andy hey tommy i'm sat here trying not to laugh and it's very very difficult so yeah pleasure pleasure to be here yeah well, no, well i'm glad i'm glad you know i'm glad we can provide some some amusement for you uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, anyway anyway so i you what right off the bat I know it's probably difficult because you do so many things. Can you just tell us a little bit about um, yourself and what you do? Yeah, so um, my name's Alexander Coddle and I founded The Unmasked Man in 2018. And what is it? It's a global gathering of men, uniting them in authenticity, truth, connection and brotherhood. And we offer uh, circles currently online at the moment, obviously due to everything going on um globally um accommodating lots of different time zones and then we offer trainings where we take men on a deeper journey a three-month journey into understanding themselves their patterns their conditionings their energy leakages mother wound father wound uh shadow sides of the psyche and the masculine energy a little bit on sexuality and then kind of addressing uh, money limitations, goal limitations, dreams, fears, and 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 kind of like a rite of passage into changing themselves uh, and bringing about a new way of discovering their masculinity and connecting to it. Wow, that's amazing! And and, and you know, forgive me for asking such a rudimentary <laughs> question, but how on earth do you get into that? How on earth does someone <laughs> do that? <laughs> Please say that you're, you know, you're welding somewhere in a mechanics office or something. <laughs> no, it's not this down the tools. I'm, I'm going to switch it up, lads. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? It's hilarious, actually, because, um, yeah, it, uh, we were talking the other day about sexuality and, you know, we deal with all kinds of different problems that men men arise with and I remember talking to one of the guys and he said you know imagine if you were at school talking to your kind of careers officer and saying you know in 20 years time you're going to be talking to men about masturbation and and getting paid for it and all kinds of different subjects like this and yeah this is this is what we do and it's uh it's very funny uh but very important at the same time <laughs> We've we've got a, we've got a track record, Tommy, on um, on the the subject of of masturbation, haven't we? Well, okay, well here we go. <laughs> opened up a can of worms. Here. <laughs> Should we just like stop this interview and start again? Let's try to be normal for our guests so we don't freak him out. <laughs> no, no, we we did a. So you must have heard of the no fat movement, um, Alex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so so we we had a guest on, and he was very brave. It was um, so it was actually a friend of mine who um, basically told me about this no fat movement, and and he, he told he told us in detail about why and you know and how he was doing it. And mm. do you know what? It was one of our most um, listened to podcasts, actually. Yeah. Uh, 
and um and yeah initially there was like the old tittering at the back you know the old sort of carry on thing but but by the end of it it was like bloody hell that really does make sense um yeah yeah, yeah. it's amazing yeah it's amazing yeah the whole uh, non ejaculation and conserving the energy yeah it's a, it's a small part of the course that we cover but it's um yeah absolutely uh can change your life amazing so yeah so go, sorry sorry tommy do you want to yeah. ask no do you know what? so straight away i'm sort of into it um well not not, not the masturbation thing <laughs> I mean, i've got a wife and kids so obviously you know, limited time but um you know you, you talk about redefining you know what we see as men what's what is a man these days what is you know what are we meant to be I think it's such a, a big question and yeah. it's not one that can be easily answered. I think masculinity is moving all the time. You know, if we look back at like the 60s man and then the 90s man and then now uh, what we're going through, I, I see I can only experience it through what what I see. And a lot of men that I work with, you know, they're unhappy in their jobs. They're unhappy in their lives, the way they've got to. There's something missing. They're missing like this passion in Buddhism, we call it like the Dharma or life purpose. There's something that's not fulfilling them and it's causing, you know, a deep depression, a sadness, a, a loneliness. And often a lot of men don't connect with other men as well. So to, to me, a, a man now is a, a man that can can wear his masculine qualities on his sleeve and also his feminine qualities on his sleeve. He knows he's balanced, he's integrated, he knows himself, he's not insecure, he's loving, compassionate but he's disciplined and he also knows when to when to kind of get his head down, do work, achieve something, but he's not driven by ego. Um, yeah, there's so many different ways we can, we can spin it and explain it. But um, I work with the archetypes, which kind of help us guide towards what healthy masculinity looks like by identifying the negative traits of masculinity, which is quite interesting. Um, but other... Other men will have their own take on what masculinity looks like. It's so open, that question. Yeah. I, I figured it'd be tough. I like what you said <laughs> about, um, uh, you know, <clears throat> the men that are sort of, you know, living this archetypal life, they um experiencing the depression and stuff like that. And it was interesting. So I read something, I think it was Jim Carrey that said it, when uh, depression is when your avatar is tired of playing the role that it's playing, you know, it's looking Love for a yeah, it yeah. really hit me. It was amazing. Um, mm. When you talk about masculine, you mentioned the four different types, don't you? Uh, king, warrior, magician, and lover. I'm really curious. What what does this all mean? So they derive from Carl Jung, and in about in the early '90s, um, uh, an author called Robert Moore wrote King, Warrior, Magician, Lover. And it's a beautiful book that kind of highlights the, it, it basically defines uh, the masculine energy into four archetypes, king, warrior, magician, and lover. And each has uh, a, a, a part of that archetype in its fullness and two bipolar shadow parts operating at a lower vibration. And once we can start to see the patterns of our shadow playing out, we can then start to kind of harmonize and come to a more healthy place in relating to our own masculinity. So what do those shadow parts look like? So for instance, in the lover, you've got the addicted lover. So that's the, the man that's looking for the eternal orgasm. Uh, 
the in drugs or alcohol or sex or just completely always wanting more 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 gambling sugar whatever it is experiencing experiencing and then if you were thinking about the warrior you could you could look at the 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 active shadow of the sadist which is the workaholic the man that kind of just wants to go to the office uh, all the time run away from his uh, family and just kind of look for his purpose in his ego and so I think all men can, or, or some men can uh, identify with some of these characteristics. And once we start seeing ourselves playing patterns out like this, we can then start to go, oh, I'm going down that road again. Hang on, let me come back to the center. And so this is what the archetypes give us, almost like a compass to navigate through our own journey within our masculinity. Wow. Amazing. If Amazing. I didn't lose you there. <laughs> no, no, no. no, I think it's. I mean, it's 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 next level stuff, really, because we we talk about max, max masculinity masculinity quite a lot, and um, you know, we normally do it sort of you know toxic masculinity versus uh, a more positive masculinity, you know. But but to actually break it down and to look at it, you know, in these four areas and then the in sub areas, you know, I think it's really. Yeah, I think it's really helpful, really helpful, and really and really fascinating. So, so no, definitely not uh, lost us at all. Um, I just wanted, I just want to take it back a little bit um, because I read on your website, on your on your biography about um, yourself that you said that you've had your own journey, you've had your own sort of uh, issues and that. So, yeah. um, can you tell us a little bit about that at all? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, again, talking about the workaholic, I was. I was a victim of my own success at an early age. I, I, I ended up doing um, an interior architecture uh, job in London and it was going fantastically well in my early 20s and um, became quite well known. And I was working very hard, very fast and drinking a lot and partying a lot and kind of mixing in the, the kind of social scenes. And then suddenly cocaine came in and and uh, then I got um, headhunted for an American company and I started going out to LA and New York and again mixing with a lot of a lot of this fake uh world right <laughs> that I, at the time I didn't know that it was fake but it's it's all glitz and glamour and and it all looks pretty on the outside but a lot of people are not happy on the inside and I was just working so fast so hard and then at the age of 27 um I was in New York and I I, I finished my my day's work I ended up uh, strolling past Central Park, um, had this weird pain in my chest. And I, I remember going up to my hotel room and started to lose uh, body sensation down my left-hand side. My tongue went numb. And I remember just reaching for the phone, placing it on my chest and calling for an ambulance. And at that point, um, I realized I was having a, a stroke. or a, a, Luckily, it was a stroke that didn't, didn't clot, which I think is a, a TIA, or I can't remember the the, the name of it. But at 27 years old, that was my wake up call. It was like, shit, I've got to change my life. You know, I'd been depressed heavily for that last year, pretending I was okay, drinking my life away. Uh, cocaine had come into that heavily as well. And um, I then suffered, you know, with depression and tried to take my own life. And, you know, you say, where did this kind of work or how did I end up in this area of work? It was it was from kind of a wounded place of being a man and not really knowing my identity. And then from there, I, I, I went on this kind of 
worldwide journey to work with different teachers from different lineages, from Taoism to Buddhism to yoga to to all kinds of different spirituality mixed with with uh, kind of a more grounded approach of Western psychology and uh, took plant medicines and Reiki and became a yoga teacher, meditation teacher, um, and and started giving back and started you know, working with people and helping them and, and through my own pitfalls, explaining to them maybe why some of the stuff is, is coming up and, and how the mind works as well. Um, and, and giving them the tools to kind of help themselves like, like people before gave me the tools to help me. Bloody hell. So it sounds like you've really been through the mill, you know, you've really, you've really, <laughs> you've really lived it. Um, and, and, and come out and come out the other end. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's a great origin story, isn't it? It's a good origin story, that one is. Yeah. Thanks, guys. It's, it's, fun, it's funny. <laughs> but, yeah, no. No, but, you know, we often say the best, you know, the, the best practitioners in the field are people that have, you know, experienced it themselves because they, they, they know how it is to actually go through those things, you know, and, and they can speak from experience. Um yeah, I mean, did did you so in all these things that you were discovering, um were you uh, I know I know what you do now is I guess well I'm guessing what you do now is just using the best of everything to try and come up with a sort of holistic approach uh, is is would that be right in saying that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I I do that with myself. It's like, what do I need today? And and then you you go to your own toolbox and you apply different tools to to what works. And and that that is very much the case. I've I've kind of put together a course which I feel amalgamates all the best bits that I've I've learned. And then obviously everyone is individual, and I will guide them depending on what they they tell me. You know how how open they are as well to let's say spirituality or if they wanted a more psychology kind of grounded approach it's 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 it really is um dependent on on them but there's so many different tools you can use and ways you can help people so again no one uh fits all it's uh it's dependent on who comes to you and how you approach it yeah, fair enough. Um, I was going to say to you, obviously, you're working constantly. Like your business, I'm sure, like many have changed, like landscapes due to the pandemic. You said everything's online now. Have you noticed mm. that, that the needs of men have changed since the pandemics, you know, started? How how are men, you know, coming to you? How are they feeling? What's what's their what's their general mental state like? I think the pandemic gave us like time, didn't it? So like we're all in this hamster wheel and it's we've been running at 100 miles an hour and then suddenly, you know, you've got a lot of men questioning their futures, maybe questioning their jobs, questioning uh, what they want from life, as is many other people, women, you know, doing this at the moment as well. You know, yeah. some people have started projects they've always wanted to, you know, podcasts and, and change of careers and maybe moving to the country rather than the cities. And, and so... I think it's enabled men to reach out more and to kind of start tapping in more and, 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 and kind of coming to these, these circles, these spaces where they can open up about their emotions and their feelings and their mental health and, and just find that help where 
when life was at 100 miles an hour they might not have looked for it or reached out for it and you know the the technology that we do have with zoom and 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 whatnot these days is incredible i don't agree that we should be on it as much as we are currently i feel um and i'm really looking forward to having that balance between the two when the world opens up again but it's like yeah i i see men more wanting to look for answers and approach uh and to ask questions and to realize that there's there's other ways of doing stuff than kind of burying their head in the sand or run into the cave. Did, was it was there one thing on, on a, again on a personal level? Was there one thing for you that helped the most? Um, yeah, realizing that I I I um, am not indestructible and <laughs> to basically have an ego death and to to to. <laughs> To be humble, yeah, humility, to to stop thinking I can do everything alone. Um, that was a great spiritual and personal lesson. It's it's funny because when you start when you said about being in your twenties and feeling invincible and going at two hundred miles an hour and then having I mean, I had I had a very similar thing happen to me in my twenties. I mean, mine was I say just, I mean mine was a full-on panic attack where I ended up in hospital. I mean, mm. uh, I thought you were going to say that when you said I had oh, I couldn't breathe or whatever. You know, I thought you you were going to say, oh, I had a panic attack, but you actually had a stroke, um, mm. which um, just sounds you know that's even even more of a of a of, a, of an experience. Um, but um, no, no, I no, I can I can I can understand that that idea of of. Uh, just taking a step back and just saying and just saying look i'm not invincible i am a fallible human being um and um i guess really on, uh, moving on from that is uh be, making yourself vulnerable um and which is what you talk about a lot um on your on on your um on your site isn't it yeah my yeah the slogan is vulnerability is courage um Brilliant. i think if we if we talk about our emotions, just the way that, that the mind works. So that, that which we repress, right. Comes back to kind of haunt us. The truth, the truth always kind of comes out. So I tell you now not to think of a pink elephant. Um, and then immediately all of your head is just thinking of a, a pink elephant. So, so it's like, if you do that with your emotions over many, 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 many years, then it's going to start to come back and haunt us. So once we, once we can can start talking about it and being vulnerable and being courageous and realizing that courage isn't bottling all our emotions up and hiding them from everyone, mm. uh, it takes a real, real courageous individual to stand there in front of a group of people and be like, you know, I'm an addict or I, I've had difficulties or I'm suffering from this or, you know, to open up and to not be then shamed, to not be then made to look or, 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 or to be laughed at and, and to actually be received and seen and that, that's that's kind of what we all want deep down is we all want to be seen we want that presence and and also for our feelings to be validated uh in a in a group presence to realize that we're not alone we're 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 social creatures we we want that community and and we we want to i believe we, we kind of heal together um when when we come together so mm. yeah it's uh it's a big one i love it i love it and strengthening vulnerability that's like something that you know i say all the time you know my personal journey 
the moment that I actually was vulnerable in front of my wife and told her how I felt, how worthless I felt, how hopeless everything seemed, I didn't want to be there. That moment of outpouring, I liken it to like a pressure cooker when you release the valve and pss, it all hisses out. And even, you know, I say it all the time, when I, even when I tell this story, I retell it, I feel my shoulders relaxing and stuff where I'm like, I'm actually free from that. And when I say it out, it's a complete game changer, you know. And it is. There's so much strength in it. There's so much strength in it. Yeah, that's beautifully put. Beautifully put. Because we can surrender. You know, we can finally surrender. We can stop. There's so much pressure for men, you know, to hold it together here, to hold it together there, to perform in bed, to, you know, fucking, like, they've got to perform in the, in the business room, perform in the bedroom, perform in live, build this whatever ego to realize they have all this money or try and get money and get ahead. And it's just like, you know, when it's exhausting, <laughs> like, like just, 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 just say you can't cope. It's okay. Yeah. You know? Do you know what? Oh, uh, sorry. Was that? <laughs> no, I was, to be honest, I was just going to make a joke about being on my own in lockdown. I wish I had the chance to perform in bed. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, sorry, sorry. <laughs> oh, man. Go on, Andrew, you legend. I am, um, do you know what I, I like? <laughs> oh, God. Honestly, we're not always like this. We sometimes are a little bit professional, I promise. I promise. That's good. I like it. It's good to bring laughter. Laughter is amazing. I love the fact that you said a lot of men, you know, with time, they've been asking questions and like how they've changed, you know, moving to the countryside and stuff like that. because. I feel like I've done all of that. I've literally given up my job. I've moved not just to the country, I've moved to the countryside in another country. And <laughs> like, I'm completely changing everything. I'm making sorts of mental health and wellness my life. And it's just like, you know, like always looking for the positives. And uh, it's really bizarre. But I do say this a lot to my wife. I'm like, COVID's been really good to us, you know, because <laughs> it, it has yeah. that opportunity to do it. It really has. It's amazing. But I'm waffling. That's me waffling. I want to know more about your uh, the retreats. That's what I want to know, the tribe retreats. They look amazing. I was looking at one of the YouTube videos. Walk us through it a little bit. Yeah, so the tribe retreat was, that's an amalgamation of, of men and women come, coming together. So it's it's kind of the idea to kind of give people connection and community and um we take them to portugal each year or we did pre pre-covid and um we we have a little space for ourselves for about 20 people over five days and um it's next to a beautiful beach uh, and beautiful waves and i grew up by the coast and um enjoyed a lot of water sports and so we we go surfing each day and we have yoga in the mornings and meditation and breath work and maybe some like a fire in the evening and um it's good healthy food uh and we share and we talk and we do a men's circle there and a women's circle and then we kind of come together and it just it creates long lasting friendships i've got so many friends that have met on these these retreats and are still friends today and it's it kind of brings, I suppose, the knowledge out from what we learn in the men's stuff into an environment where we can implement it in the space of, of women as well, because that's always tricky. Is like you get a group of men together and they're all right, and then you put a, you put them in a group full of women, and suddenly, it, you know, all, all these kind of patterns can come back. So it's like ah. we can 
we can be aware of that as well and talk about that and um yeah it's it's an amazing amazing retreat and um not sure at the moment what's happening with this year just because of the, the current predicament that we're in but the minute that i get the all clear to uh you know go again we will do amazing amazing yeah look it looked it looked it looked it just looked like um a, a really good um well it looked really good fun but it, it you know it just looked like a, a just a, a great thing to do so uh yeah, do keep us posted because that's the sort of thing I'd I'd love to do. Apart from the surfing, I don't think I'll be very good at that. But um, <laughs> um so I was going to ask you a little bit about um, we've you've got the the sort of day to day things, the tools that you can do to sort of uh, keep on the the sort of uh, on the straight and narrow. You know, like the, your yoga, you're eating well breath work things like that mm. um and then looking a bit more deeper on the sort of masculinity level but you talk about the mother and and what what did you mention about the sort of mother and father you know because i'm what i'm really interested in is how you know past trauma and you know and tommy is as well you know how sort of past trauma can affect you now how do you incorporate that 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 sort of you know incorporating your your past and trauma at, in, into the sort of day-to-day routines and that what you do yeah i think so with the with the mother and the father like this is a really really brief synopsis because you can you can go so deep into it um but it's like <clears throat> are we giving away our sovereignty so are we basically selling parts of ourselves and we don't just do this with our mother and our father but 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 to be like to be loved to be pleased you know almost like prostituting those parts of our psyche out to get that kind of dopamine reward hit and once we start to see these patterns that maybe we've we've had a very um, overdoting mother or over controlling mother or maybe uh, a father that was absent or or, or or a very controlling father it's like we can see that you know i can only talk from my own experience so i i, I was the man that really wanted my father to see me you know he left at a young age and so I realized that everything I did in my career and like that kind of running 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 was like please daddy love me right and there's a lot of this going on not just particularly that pattern but there's other patterns uh, maybe maybe we, we we haven't grown up we're still boys acting um in men's bodies and we we're, we're kind of being mothered by our, our wife in the relationship so we can start to see these patterns and start to identify with them and then obviously start to change them again and reclaim our sovereignty so so reclaim ourself and, and realize that we don't need to to please that individual please what mum and dad wanted me to do i can i can do my own career now i don't have to do what they wanted me to do or mm. or I don't need to give my power away all the time to the feminine. I can actually stand here, my masculine, and just just be me. So there, it, it's such a big area and so much to look at there. Um, but that's just a very, very, very brief overview. It's, it's so it's so complicated, isn't it? It's like when I first started looking into my own mental health, you know, when I when I wanted to get off that sort of treadmill of of, of taking medication and then falling off the ladder and then taking medication, you know, I, I naively thought that there'd be one thing that I could do to sort it, you know, one, you know, oh, I'll do a bit of this, you know, I'll 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 do a bit of meditation. 
then I'll be fine. And it was great to have the meditation, but there were still other things. And, and it's never one size fits all. It's never really an easy answer, is it? It's, uh, um, but always worth doing, always worth looking into stuff and always worth, always worth trying out lots of different things as well. Yeah, absolutely. There's, there's so many different modalities out there and, you know, sometimes you can, you can for years maybe think, oh, meditation isn't for me. Or it's not for this, you know, there's, there's so many different ways you can meditate. So, so don't just try the, 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 the way that you see maybe in the pictures where everyone's sat there cross-legged and, 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 you know, looking all, all peaceful, you know, there's, just keep trying keep looking keep exploring keep open um you know martial arts is a great one that that gives you discipline and uh a kind of spiritual side to it you know it it, everyone is different and it's not going to work for for everyone everyone has different energy moving in their body in different places and and different patterns and different traumas and different conditionings we are very complex beings um Mm. but there are a lot of things out there from a holistic point of view, because I tried the tablets, you know, I, I was on Zopaclone to sleep at night. I was on diazepam to steady my mood and I, uh, to, to reduce the, my, uh, my nervous system. Sorry. And, uh, citolopram to steady my mood. So that didn't work for me. I'm not saying it doesn't work for everyone. I don't see, I wouldn't stand here on the journey that I've been on and, say though that that they are an end solution i really don't believe that 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 um antidepressants are are, are an end goal they are a, they are a, they help you during a period but mm. the my goal was always to try and get off them and realize that I, I can be so much more without them um i'm not condoning western medicine i just for me it didn't work um and i'm yeah i'm thankful now to to say i'm i'm not taking them um but uh they're there for a period i think to help stabilize uh people it's, it is very you know you make a good point it's, it's very it's very important to 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 keep saying that me- medication although we do we, we are sort of quite down on it quite a lot of the time it, it it is there to help and it does help a lot of people i've got friends who have been on on it for for decades on 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 the, on because that's the only thing that helps them and and they've tried everything else and and they they couldn't cope and they take the medication and that's that but it's it's um it's really important also on the flip side to look at all the the alternatives to that and and at least you know no one really wants to take a drug a med you know a medication no, to exist really do they no 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 and it's not, like you say, it's not one size fits all. So, um, I, I was talking more from my journey and for me, you know, it didn't, it wasn't the answer in the end. For sure. For sure. Did you know, did you know, by the way, m- myself and Tommy are both martial artists. You mentioned mar- martial arts. I didn't arts. know that. No, no. What do you, what do you practice? <laughs> well, I will. I say, I was. I mean, I, I did. I did kung fu. I went, to, I went to one kung fu lesson once, and uh, <laughs> I got some nunchucks. I got some nunchucks that I ordered from Combat Magazine back in '84. Uh, not combat. <laughs> listen, mate. Listen, mate. I'll give you the chop in a minute. I, like, no. 
<laughs> I um, no, I did kung fu for three years, kung fu, um, and well, I did karate for a year and a half as nice. well. So, so but um, loved it, loved doing kung fu. The only reason why I stopped was because um, I everyone I joined with became instructors, and 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 they were going five times a week, and I just didn't, I just fell behind. I didn't have the time to do it, but. I'm desperate to start again. I've been looking, you know, obviously no way is open, but I just think the martial art, you've got, you have got that discipline, mm. you've got the breathing, you've got the, you know, the, the sort of spiritual side of it, you know, the self-defense, yeah. which gives you confidence. Uh, it's yeah. Exercise. Fantastic. Absolutely. You, so you, and you, so you did a, did you do a martial art then? No, 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 no. I, I went to, I remember being in, in Pai in Thailand and I went to like a martial arts school for like a week and I, I wow. learned how to like disarm someone with a knife. But I think if it happened again now, I wouldn't have a clue what to do. <laughs> I did a bit of boxing. Great. Boxing is great though. Boxing is you know, good. Yeah, boxing is good. How good is it for like de-stressing though as well? Because I'm like, you know, I train out here in um, Estonia and I sort of do some, well, I don't do it now because everything's closed down, but you know, I do fitness with people and I'd use like Muay Thai techniques and boxing techniques and just, you know, making people do uppercuts into thin air and screaming at the top of their voices when they're doing it. The sort of the release that that gives you that physical release, but Oh my gosh, it's amazing. So yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like cathartic release and letting it out and, and feeling it to heal it. Like, absolutely. Like, yeah, we need, we need this, especially as men, we need to connect with that kind of tribal, more kind of rage energy so we can we can come home and, you know, be all chilled and cook a dinner. Yes, <laughs> in the right path then. Yeah, 100%. Um, <laughs> you're about to become an author, aren't you? Um, you? You've got a book coming out called Enough is Enough. Yeah, so I've, I've been working on it for a while. Um, it's just, it's, the title's more I think it's more at myself. <laughs> so it's like enough is enough. I'm gonna I'm gonna finally get this out there. But no, it it, it it's kind yeah. of uh it's kind of like saying like when am I gonna wake the fuck up and 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 take ownership of my life? Uh so it's very much written to me but for others uh that are also at that point where they they kind of can see their patterns and they know some of their pitfalls and it's like what is stopping them from really making this next move to jump and crush those limiting beliefs and become and 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 yeah challenge because we we have a lot of shadow in us you know i work with men doing shadow work every single day but the biggest shadow that we have in Mar Marianne Williamson puts it beautifully, and I hope I quote it right, is that um, our biggest fear is that we are not, um, uh, I can't remember, oh God, I've forgotten it now. Our biggest fear is that we are powerful beyond imagination. It's not that we're inadequate, yeah. Our, our biggest fear is not that we're inadequate, it's that we are powerful beyond our imagination. And it's, it is that, you know, we, we, are, we are scared. We're scared of our own power. So the book is kind of aimed at unlocking that and rising up to reach your full potential. Love it. Yeah. Love it. That was Obi-Wan that said Obi-Wan that said that you're more powerful than you can ever imagine. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, maybe she stole it from him. I think it's a <laughs> <laughs> I think oh. oh, I love it. I love it. Star Wars has got so much so much kind of 
you know spiritual teaching in 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 those films you know between light and dark and acceptance and yeah it's it's great well i think george lucas sort of uh he, he, i mean it was it, it was sort of um it's like a biblical sort of thing a bit like um c.s lewis there's definitely you know god god and you know, you know the devil and mm. all, all things in between yeah um I was going to ask you uh, about what you're doing now, because obviously, yeah, you mentioned you can't do the retreats and things like that. So are you doing sort of online uh, men circles? Can can any of our listeners sort of get involved with you in any way, shape or form? How, how do they do that? Yeah, so we run uh, six week um, circles. So it's the same men every week um, and we run them regularly. And they, we've got one for kind of Europe and US um, time zone. And then we've got one for uh, the East. So a good friend of mine, Jeremy Ginsberg, is also a trained facilitator under the Unmasked Man. And he he runs the, the group out in Asia uh, that, that also accommodates uh, Europe as well. Um, so we're kind of covering the globe in terms of time zones for that. And they run six weeks as well. And then we have the, the three month training programs, which kind of take men on a journey to discover themselves, as I said earlier. And then also there's an opportunity there to come on board and work with the unmasked man and to kind of light candles uh, uh, out amongst the world to, to kind of get and spread the message of how we do things, how we, how we work, how we want to share the message and to then start your own circles um so there's 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 very much a journey here to step up into your power maybe that starts with some men doing it on the side and then they become more kind of full-time facilitators or um they want to go off and do their own thing so yeah it's a beautiful beautiful uh journey um beautiful offerings and um if the man is ready then usually he he kind of sends us a an application or knocks on our door Fantastic, fantastic, and and uh, yeah, you might as well go on. What's what's the what's how how do they get in touch? What's the <laughs> so you, you can you can get in touch at www. I can't believe we still say that. Um, uh, <laughs> no, I was re- I was watching uh, I was watching Mac- Michael McIntyre the other day, and he was going on about it. It just made me laugh. Um, <laughs> yeah, uk. Or you can find us at Instagram, the dot unmasked man, um, and you can apply for circles, or you can apply for our, our longer trainings um, that are upcoming. Yeah, I've I don't think I've ever put um, in the last couple of years. I don't think I've ever put the W's in. Oh, it might it... it might just be me. <laughs> no, I'm with you. I'm with you. Do you know what that is in Estonian? By the way, just a random fact for you. No, what what? Punkt. 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 It sounds really bizarre. I was so, oh, punkt. What does punkt mean? It means. This <laughs> is what. Punkt. <laughs> Michael McIntyre was saying, you know, what did WWE do? You know, www.wwe.com. <laughs> so it's like, maybe I'm the, the only man alive still doing that, but it's. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, you've also got a Facebook group, haven't you? Say that again. 
you've also got um, a Facebook group, haven't you? There's a Facebook. Yeah, we've we've got a Facebook page. Yeah, the the Unmasked Man Men's Group, uh, which you can come over and find us. And uh, yeah, there's there's a lot of men there talking. You know, we do weekly check-ins, weekly accountability, support, etc. Um, and just sharing. Yeah, just a space to to be uh, vulnerable, that's confidential, and to meet a larger audience of men. So we often um, we want to end on a bit of a, a high, and we often try, we, we want to help our listeners out. Any any anything on the top of your, out off the top of your head? Any sort of top tip you can give uh, someone just lis- listening now? Just anything, a little bit of a food for thought, or something they can try out. Yeah, loads of people always come to me and they they say, Alex, I'm struggling to meditate, um, or I can't meditate. I can't do this. I can't do that. And it's like, go for a run or go for a swim or go and do your exercise and then meditate afterwards. You'll be able to meditate a lot more easier because oh. the, the, the nervous system will be in the parasympathetic. You know, you'll be calm. When, when it's in the parasympathetic, the thoughts come slower because the breathing's slower. So, yeah, go and go in. And there's a lot of meditation t- techniques like this um, based off of things from a guru, Indian guru, like Osho, he, he did a series of meditations to quiet the Western mind, which were very active to begin with, to, and then coming to a more stillness place towards the end. So if you're, if you're struggling to meditate, don't get up and meditate. Get up, do your workout, do some running around, do some aerobic fitness, let's say, and then meditate afterwards. And you should, I would, I would find it very strange if you didn't uh, kind of find that more harmonious, quieter place more easily. Oh. oh my god my mind is blown yeah uh, honest honestly because my routine normally is because i meditate every morning um but i run every other morning and mm. uh, i normally do the meditation first then go for a run and tomorrow is my run day so i'm gonna do the run first you've changed my life yeah do it the other way around do it the other way you'll 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 burn up a lot of energy, and uh, like I say, after the, the the nervous system kind of going into the sympathetic when you're running, boom, 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 you know, heart, heart, heartbeat r- racing fast, you'll start to drop in afterwards into a more kind of um, your your rest and digest system will kick in, and then you'll uh, and then you can you can sit. You should be able to sit for a, a lot longer and more quieter. Um, yeah, a bit more harmonious, maybe. Let me know. I'd love to know how you get on. I will do. Yeah, I will, I will do. As well. Right, before we shut off, I want to say something. It's not a question, but I just want to repeat to our listeners something that um, you said to me, Alexander, because we were mm. meant to do this two weeks ago or three weeks ago, and I was feeling ill. And I said, look, do you mind if we cancel? I said, I'm not, it's nothing serious. I just don't feel 100%. And mm. you said something to me, and it stuck with me so much. Now, we talk about self, you know, self-love and, you know, self-care a lot. And you said, no problem. And you said, you are honoring yourself. And by honoring yourself, you're honoring me. And I've never, ever felt better about sort of, you know, canceling a plan or, you know, not doing something that I'd committed to do because I put myself first. And it's such a nice thing that you said. And it really has stuck with me. By honoring yourself, you're honoring me. And I just wanted to share that with everyone because I think that's amazing. Oh, thanks, man. That, that, yeah, that means a lot. Yeah, it's a big thing that I try and live by because, you know, you're going to show up authentically then. And 
I'm going to show up authentically and everyone wants to be here. And the, the more, if everyone honored themselves in their life, you know, this is a whole other topic because you know it can open up people can say you know it's being selfish or whatever but if you if you can really tune into your body and honor yourself in that moment you're 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 honoring that other individual um so yeah absolutely man nice nice that's really good that's really good that's really good advice i like that yeah i like that (laughs) i'm I'm gonna honor myself um and uh watch go to bed well (laughs) No, no, no! I was going to say I'm going to honour myself and watch the the first episode of the new series of Line of Duty, which I missed yesterday, and I'm trying to spoiler alerts all out there, and um, I'm going to watch that, uh, fellas. So I might, I might have to go because I'm really desperate to watch that. <laughs> no, I'm going to honour myself and go cook cook some dinner and see my lovely girlfriend. And uh, yeah. oh, amazing! Oh, like, where, are you, where are you based, Alexander? So uh, down in the southwest uh, in Devon, um, on the Devon-Dorset border in a, in nice. a town called Seaton. So I, oh, I was in Thailand for two years and then I came back because of COVID. So, yeah, living down here. You are joking me. You are joking me. I, my friend lives in Seaton and I was in, I was in Seaton last summer um, for four days. And I'm probably going down there probably twice over the over the summer i've booked up some in some in july and in in, in, a, in maybe in a couple of months as well so let's hang out come we'll go for a run and then meditate <laughs> excellent excellent we and we do a little bit of uh, beach fishing so you can join us doing a bit of beach fishing uh, awesome awesome <laughs> right, oh. happen now this has to happen yeah. yeah yeah for sure we'll send photos on the instagram and everything excellent Oh, excellent okay. it's been do you know what it's been absolutely amazing having you on i, I knew it's going to be great you haven't disappointed it's been really good thank you so so much oh pleasure pleasure gents i i want to see you in person now or or, or yeah hang out it'd be lovely and i know well, it might be a bit tricky with you being in estonia tommy but yeah. um andy <laughs> and i will will hold the fort in seaton do it <laughs> We'll do it. We'll do it. Well, everyone, that's been Man Up for another week. I hope you enjoyed that. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.